conversations about real estate, local happenings, and all things Winchester, Virginia. I'm Mark Francis, a local realtor, broker, and owner at Icon Real Estate. And my name is Megan Eanes. I'm a long-term real estate agent on the Icon Real Estate team. Mark and I are excited to share everything that we love about Winchester, Virginia with you. We want you to be an informed, savvy real estate consumer in today's ever-changing market. Yep. If you want local knowledge, you have come to the right place. Well, welcome back once again, Megan. How Thank are you? Thank you for having me. I'm great. How yeah. are you doing, Mark? Well, you know, I'm not having you. You are the host. Remember this? Oh, you're, that is you're, true. You're, you're a part of the it's, team now. It's good to see you. Uh-huh. How about that? It's good to see you, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, and so part of uh, the conversation today, we'll just gi- just jump right in, is let's, let's reset, repaint the picture and the vision of what Iconic Talk is all about. So... Um, you know, I just have to acknowledge we missed last week, and as part of our regrouping phase, we're just saying, okay, how are we going to – is there anything we need to tweak, anything we want to edit, anything we want to adapt? And just part of our ideas brainstorming of, you know, let's define this podcast even more. So having chatted with you, it's exciting to have you be a part of the show officially now. We've moved past that stage. So yes, I'm not having you. You are on the team. And I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we want to hear from you guys, the listening audience as well. And uh, feel free to share your thoughts on um, what Iconic Talk means to you. We'll be posting that later. So share your feedback of what you like to hear, what you don't like to hear if there's anything we'll, we can take it we got thick skins right yeah oh, definitely yeah you can tell us what you don't like but in my mind here's where the purpose and we can talk about this we want to be just a, a local podcast that gives key information about real estate because yes we are realtors but even more so what does it mean to our community how can we support local businesses how can we give you the listening audience information about winchester virginia and i know we have listeners that are that don't live here and they enjoy listening about what's happening in small town winchester um so you know it's it's kind of a a merging of purposes of real estate with building and supporting our local community so, well, and we have a great community too and also the amount of history that has happened here in yeah. winchester i mean it's a It's a pretty neat place to live. It's a neat place to live. And, you know, I think you've got, like, there's mostly Civil War stuff that you're talking about with history. There's some Revolutionary War stuff with, like, the George Washington Museum that's downtown. There's That that could be one of the hidden gems. Oh, that is true. People have never mentioned that before. Well, there's also Patsy Cline. Patsy Cline. Mm -hmm. Yep. What is happening with that Triangle Diner? I mean, oh, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Did I? I I love the running joke, though, with the Triangle Diner. Like anytime something happens, you know, that's just like a punchline. It is a punchline because it's just going to sit there. It's going to keep sitting there. I think it did actually. I was believe it or not, I was researching it just a couple days ago. I think it did transfer hands back in like 2004 um, for like 300,000 and change. And it's just been sitting there the whole time. And it's a fabulous location. I mean, yeah. It's what on the corner of Valley and is that Millwood still right there? And yeah, Braddock comes Braddock. right up through there, and and Hanley, yeah, the intersection there is just, I mean, it's the perfect spot. I don't know why anybody wouldn't want to just rehab it and make it work. The, it is funny. This past year, um, I saw a sign in front of it, and it said "opening soon," and I I did a double take 
Then at the time, I remembered what day it was. Take a guess. You know what day it was? April 1st. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. April 1st, I was driving down the road and saw a sign, a couple signs. It was like little, just like typical little like yard sign that you'd stake in the ground. And it said, coming soon. And there was like two or three signs like that. I think since in the city's taken them down. Probably. But that, that was, a, I thought that was a pretty good April Fool's joke. That is pretty good. I just Because <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, somebody's going to do something with it. And then I kept driving. I'm like, no, that's not real. I wonder how long it's been since it was actually open. Do you remember it being I, open? No, I don't. I mean, I moved into town in 2000. So I know you're you're the, um, ta- you're the townie. Yeah. Here. 80, 85, 86. Yeah. And it was open. I believe so. Okay. I don't remember really going there because I didn't come into town too often. It was I went to the Amherst uh, Amherst Diner. Amherst Diner. Yes. Is that your favorite? That what used to be when uh, when I was younger. My dad would take us to swim practice, and on yeah. the way back, um, yeah. we'd stop and we'd get uh, vegetable soup at Amherst Diner. That's hilarious. You know, I was just talking with my wife last night about Amherst Diner, and do you know you want to know why? We were talking about just places to go and like where we used to work growing up, and we both were from Williamsburg. But then she mentioned that Icon's very own Dave Spence worked at Amherst Diner. Oh, really? There is your nugget of the of the episode right there. He, I guess, was like a busboy and then ultimately became a server. Might have done it in high school or college. I, I can't remember. We'll need to ask him and get more details next time we, we get him on the show. But that was very impressive that we were, were talking about things that just was last night. My wife right. and I were talking about Amherst Diner. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I remember um, waiting tables at Cracker Barrel when it first opened. Oh, yeah. That that's, was a big one when it came to yep. town. That's kind of showing my age a little bit right there. <laughs> well, it's all things Winchester. You mm-hmm. know, so you'll get all kinds of nuggets about that. Maybe Iconic Talk can make a push to to bring back the Triangle Diner. You think I mean, if we can get enough support Maybe I don't know. Oh yeah, maybe we need to have a uh, a Facebook group. Facebook group, something that can make the support, raise the money, buy it from whoever owns it now because they're mm-hmm. not doing anything with it. I have no idea. We why. know some good realtors. We know some good realtors. Yeah, we'll make it our own. Yeah, that could be. You know, we could have space there. It could be a restaurant, but it could be like a restaurant office. I was just thinking yeah. the same thing. Uh huh. It could be pretty cool. Hmm. There are um, – we have our eyes out there because, unfortunately, where the Icon office is right now is not owned by Icon. It would, we, would, we would love that. So I don't know if our landlords listen to this podcast. If they do, here you go. We're on the hunt to, to potentially look for a different office space that would suit us that we could own. Wouldn't it be an iconic office space? It would be. Yes, it would. There's that cheesy. We have branded. (laughs) There you go. There you go. So, yeah, I'm excited just to kind of recast a vision. We're excited to continually bring you episodes every single week. We will have guests um, on a regular, at least once or twice a month basis. And those guests will be centered around one of those two topics, something that has to do with real estate or something that has to do with our local community and partnerships. So today... You just get the two of us, me and Megan. You can be entertained by us. And um, I know next week we've got another couple of guests lined up that will be the next couple of weeks. I'm excited about bringing them on. But in the meantime, let's come move on to what is happening in the real estate world. So you're out and about there buying, selling, helping people out. So right. am I. 
what's the latest trend? I know last time that we were on, we talked about kind of fluctuating rates and things like that. What's the over the last couple of weeks, what have you seen out there in the world? I think it just goes still with um, the competition because of the low inventory yep. with um, writing offers and whether um, your buyers are going to do home inspections or not. Seems hmm. to be what I see um, because the yeah. sellers can sell to whoever. They don't want to obviously have a contingent contract if they don't have to. But, you know, when you're representing the buyer, making sure that you're they're still represented fully, mm-hmm. it's always a great idea to do a home inspection. Um, even if it's not a contingency, because that way you know what you're buying. Yeah. So, you know, kind of whether to do the home inspection or not. And for me and how I do business, I always recommend it. So, yeah, let's unpack that because as, I mean, as a realtor, you should recommend Mm -hmm. doing it. Um, If your agent says, yeah, no, wave that. Well, let's question that. But in the market today, with so many multiple offer situations, the seller is going to look at what's the best offer. And if you don't have contingencies, if you don't have areas that will leave the seller questioning, am I going to have to spend more money? Am I going to have to do things um, down the road? Then they'll say, let's not do a home inspection. That's where a a realtor might suggest to you that you should waive a home inspection. However, we know in good conscience you should still do one. Right. But then the question is, are you making the offer contingent on that? So what are the what are the options? What are the let's talk that through. If you're a buyer out there today and you're listening and you're thinking about making an offer and you're thinking about looking and shopping for a house, should you or should you not do a home inspection? That's the key question, right? Yeah, I just had one last week where um, you know, it's it's it was a sold as is property. Okay. It was being sold as is. Of course, we still did um, ask for the home inspection and came back and they were going to just you know, of course, as is informational purposes only, just mm-hmm. basically meaning you can do your home inspection. And if you find major reasons why you don't want to go through with the purchase, in this case, you could void the contract. Okay. Um, you know, if you find out that the foundation walls are cracked and it's going to be thousands and thousands of dollars, that's okay. where I find it's the it's kind of one of the best scenarios for your clients. It's more of an yeah. insurance. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so there's one option, which is you do a home inspection and you make it contingent on that home inspection and you have the option to ask for repairs, have the option to ask for money, have the option to back out, um, and you have all those different scenarios. That's the primary home inspection contingency. You're suggesting the next level that is almost a compromise where you ask for a home inspection, you have it contingent on the home inspection, but you're only going to say, I will have the option to back out as a void only kind of option, yes. right? right? Where basically you're you're guaranteeing to the seller, I'm not going to ask you for repairs. I'm not going to ask you for extra money off. I only need the option to back out, a void only option. And that's a compromise. That's, right. that's where the, the buyer still has a little bit of power to feel like if there's something hidden <laughs> that they can't see – foundation, electrical, roof, plumbing, you know, you name it, that you're not going to visibly see, you don't want to just get caught in a, exactly. in a money trap. It's still giving you that protection mm-hmm. and the knowledge of knowing what you are buying. Mm-hmm. But again, it is like you mentioned, it's that compromise for the seller where it's it's 
an option that they can accept where it's not going to cost them anything else. Yeah. Um, and if it's if you get the home inspection done within a short period of time, um, they typically want it done within seven days. Yep. Uh, if you can do it sooner, that's great. Yeah. And then it just means that the buyer can make the decision to can go ahead and proceed with yep. the contract. Or yep. And I'm on a listing side where there's a home inspection happening on my listing today, where that was the buyer's choice. They did um, a void only home inspection. And my seller took it, and it was up against multiple offers, and that still was the best one. And we had another offer that was a little bit less, different financing, that didn't have any home inspection. And we took this one because it was a little bit higher, and we were willing to take that risk of, okay, the buyer might back out on us, but we know that they have better financing and a good price. So there's still, that's a good compromise as a buyer. Now, the third option would be informational purposes only. So we're talking about option number one, full home inspection. Option number two is void only. Option number three, informational purposes only. That is not contingency. Mm -hmm. That is just, I want to reserve the right to have you, Mr. and Ms. Seller, allow me to go to the house with a home inspection person, a home inspector, and we'll see everything, but I'm not going to back out. I'm promising I'm not going to walk away. I don't have a contingency. I just want to reserve the right to go send somebody in there. Informational purposes only is not a true compromise. <laughs> that's, right. That's not contingent at all. Right. But it maybe might make the buyer feel a little bit more at ease to say, okay, at least I know what I'm getting into before I buy it. I don't know if that's a wise choice on the seller side because then you're allowing somebody to get the home inspection done. Yes. And then they might freak out, and then they still might try to back out on you, even though legally the contract doesn't allow it. Then you get a lawsuit happening. So I'm not a fan of that option, personally. Yeah, the, I do like the compromise when it comes between the sellers and the purchasers um, with the informational, with the void only. Mm -hmm. I do think that's a really good option, especially yeah. in this market to represent your buyer's as best as you can true you want to make sure that they're getting a house that's not going to have major issues and a lot of times their issues sometimes that are found obviously the sellers wouldn't know because the sellers would have to disclose them mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so yes. i think that works out really well for all parties especially in this competitive market and no in this market again as my story is like many others sellers are accepting those kind of void only contingencies so it's a compromise on a buying side but also recognize that it's still probably needed if you're up against multiple offers. Um, chances are very, very slim that a seller is going to take your offer with a full home inspection unless you are dramatically higher than everybody else when you're up in a multiple offer scenario. So mm -hmm. that's just food for um, thought out there. Words to the wise. Yes. Um, just from the do it right. From the experience. From the experience. There you go. And currently living it out. Um, you're talking about being on the buying side. I've got it happening on the selling side. Mm -hmm. And it's it's valid. It's true. So let's move on. What other things um, do we have going on? Let me share um, a quick icon brag moment. I want to just share some thoughts about our agent, Mike Sprague. We haven't mentioned him recently because, um, you know, we haven't really had a whole icon brag segment recently. But 
he is going to be somebody on the rise in the real estate world. I was just chatting with him yesterday. We had a long chat about the marketing concepts of what he is doing, and he is ramping up his game. He has his own website called MikeCanSell.com. You can go hunt him down there. You can find him on social media, Mike Sprague, S-P-R-A-G-U-E is how his last name is spelled. And he had a recent closing with actually a friend of mine. He posted on social media that um, is for Catherine Santmeyer. He found her a house down in near Strasburg area. Super, she, I, I, I know her and I know her parents and they raved about Mike. So you're getting good reviews, Mike, out there. So keep it up, keep up the good work. And I know that with his newer marketing strategies that he and I were talking about yesterday, you're going to be seeing his face around town even more. So that's the Icon Brag segment. He did receive a Blue Ridge Association of Realtor Award last year. I think it was the director level, and he is on target to get to that highest um, president's level award this year already. So keep it up, Mike. Good job. Um, what's the next segment that we like to talk about? Do we want to talk about the internet? Yes. What's happening on social media? So, what is going on in the crazy world of social media these uh, days? Of course, for me, the first thing that I usually see are the quotes. Those are kind of what talks to me when I'm looking at um, uh -huh. at the social media stuff. And the ins uh, inspirational quote that I found is actually from Zig Ziglar. Oh, Have wow. you ever seen Zig Ziglar? And, no. Um, I know I actually, the name. But... I went to a convention several years ago, and it had Zig Ziglar. I mean, we're talking like 19 years ago in okay. D.C. Okay. Uh, really fabulous speaker uh, and author. Um, but his, was, uh, his inspirational quote was, the three C's of life, choices, chances, changes. You must make a choice to take a chance or your life will never change. All right. Say that again. I, I'm losing my focus, but the three the, the C's fancy of life. words here. Yeah. Choices, <laughs> uh -huh. chances, uh -huh. and changes. Yeah. So you must make a choice yeah. to take a chance wow. or your life will never change. Okay. Now, now it's making sense to me. Okay. It's mm -hmm. clicking. I'm, I, I like it. That's okay. The alliteration sometimes, right. you know. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> soak it in. I got it. Choice, chance, change. Mm -hmm. That's impressive. Yeah. I like it. Got to make a choice to take a chance or your life will never change. Yeah. And it's kind of like the same thing that's an Einstein quote, right? If you keep doing the same thing and get the same results and you're looking for different results, that's the definition that's of insanity. insanity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of the same same idea, right? Yep. Um, well, I've got one that is from one of the um, – I wouldn't call her a partner, but we had her on uh, the end of last season, Smarty Pants Medicine, Kelly Bada. She posts – she does a great job on social media. And she had a reel that she posted about six ways to save money in her health care. She's out there hustling because she brings health care to you at your house instead of going to the doctor's office. And especially in the world of the pandemic and things like that, somebody like that um, just in your arsenal to say, hey, yeah, I can call a PA and know what's happening. Um, she had a really cool, cool reel. And um, it's funny, too, because she is goofy and has like fun little emojis and fun little like text it says on the reel it says wow crazy you you're crazy girl like and she's talking about it and six ways to save money in healthcare just a quick little reel on instagram i found that funny so go look her up too what was her name again smarty pants medicine okay if you follow her smarty pants medicine is her her handle and yeah her name's kelly bada but that would be somebody to go look up on social media so. Uh, it's funny you say that because I was just talking to Francine this morning up uh, in our office yeah. about concierge medicine. Yep. 
that so. that is the next level mm-hmm. of medicine. I really believe that doctors need to take a hard look at the whole location-based medicine, but I, you, you can't really fully assess somebody and diagnose somebody unless you're there in person. I mean, even even though, even even when you're in person, and my wife being the PA has done family medicine and practice like that, people can lie. Now, even if you're right. there in person and you're interviewing them, I'm sure from a doctor's perspective, you're kind of like, you're, you're a pretty good judge of character to be like, okay, um, yeah, how many drinks a day do you have? Or, or you know, and, and what do you do in your spare time? And, you know, give me your health history and yeah. <laughs> all no, that I kind of stuff. I don't drink. Yeah, I don't no. smoke. Yet right. they're at the bars every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, so I'm sure doctors have to play therapist, counselor, and also lie detector as well right. in how they practice. But anyway, back to the idea of concierge medicine. If Yeah, if you are honest and, and you're looking for a true assessment of, you know, your health, can you do it remotely? Yeah, maybe. And can you do it also with somebody who's local in town and bounces around and that is your primary caregiver that is willing to come to you? That's a great option. She has. So go back to that other episode that we had with her. I think it was maybe episode 18 or something like that where we um, – yeah, we interviewed her. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about kind of the direction of Iconic Talk. Continue to share with us what things that are going on in your lives out there in the listening audience because I know that we want to interact with you as well. So um, what are you doing this coming weekend, Megan? Is there anything particularly for, for you and your family? Well, for my family, um, we're camping again. Camping again? We are camping again. This is probably our last one for a little while. Okay. Summer just always gets kind of busy, but uh, it's it's kind of funny. Um, really good friends of ours have about 10, 11 acres in Frederick County, so um, we're camping on their property with them. Cool. So they'll okay. be literally staying in their camper uh-huh. on their property where their house is. So when you say camping, you have a camper. I have a camper. Okay, so it's not like pitching tents no. in the wilderness and like uh, no. Been there, building, done your, that. building your fire to have your little like, you know – Hobo uh, meal on a in a tin can. Yeah, no, because um, <laughs> I have my air fryer. <laughs> oh, let's say this is glamping then. It's glamping. Okay, we've got the crock pot. Uh, um, <laughs> we actually have okay. a margarita maker and oh. an, and an ice maker. <laughs> oh, so this, this is glamping it's, at its, its finest. Glamping at its finest. Okay. but of course we do the fire out back and everything. But sure. Now I did see that the Newtown Festival in Stephen City is happening this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, so tell us, what's what's the upcoming events happening So it starts on Friday about 6 o'clock. The festival opens. They are going to have concessions and crafts right there in the Commons area off of Main Street in Stephen City. Um, There's going to be a band at 6.30 on Friday night. It's the Newtown String Band. Uh, I've actually gone, my husband and I have been to this, and huh. it's it's a lot of fun uh, in the evenings. There's actually going to be movie night Friday night, too, cool. for the kids, so they're okay. playing the sand a lot. Cool. Uh, and then Saturday, they've got a car show in the morning, um, and the Sharando Band does a lot also with them. So I know the jazz band has nice. played there. I've gone to it quite a few times when I had um, kids that were in the band, and then I believe there's a parade um, that's at 2 o'clock on Saturday. So the roads, Main Street, will be shut down in Stephen City wow. Saturday. I didn't there's know that. a parade. Is, mm-hmm. Does that happen every year? Every year. No kidding. Yes. Okay. Had no idea that there's Memorial Day parades. Yeah. it's it's the And actually, I believe this is the 30th one. Wow. Um, something along those lines. They've been doing it for quite some time, but it's it's a big deal in Stephen City. Who knew? Which used to be a, called Newtown right. many, many, many right. years ago. Right. Yeah. 
And then there's another event that actually Icon is sponsoring is the Loudon Street Mile. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have ever attended that, but I would encourage you to come and participate, first of all. It's a mile. I think anybody can run, walk, stumble a mile. And even better, it's downhill. I mean, for the most part. You start at the top of Loudon Street. Um, I guess that's it's near like... Uh, not even like the intersection of um, Jubal Early. It's, it's further down the road from that. And you go uphill a little bit, you go past Quarles, and then the rest of the way is like straight downhill. So it's fun and it's quick, painless. I mean, unless you're sprinting. There's people who have, <laughs> I mean, legitimate, this is a race, guys. So like I'm going to be jogging, <laughs> and there are people who will finish this in like probably four, four and a half minutes. You know, they're flying down the hill. Right. The last couple of races for me that I've done, I've done two years in a row. Both have been under seven minutes, so I'm proud of that. And last year, Dave Spence did beat me. So this is the second Dave Spence shout-out of this episode. He beat me last year. He's been in training. I have not. I've been doing some 10K races. We've talked about that recently. So this is a simple mile, and there will be icon representation Look for our orange shirts. Look for our table down at the finish line. We'll have some water for you. We'll have some keychains, some other goodies and giveaways. And come find us and just support it. I mean, it's 830 in the morning. If you're a morning person, which I'm not, come on out. And so you'll see me half awake, half asleep, stumble down the hill, see if I can beat seven minutes again. Now are we doing something where if you see an icon agent in orange, take a picture with them and... Posted yes, somewhere? we are. That it was. A, that's a good. I, I I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. If you see somebody in, in icon orange, take a picture, post it, tag us, share it. We'll like it. We'll comment on it. And um, yeah, it'll be a whole day, whole event. You can go to loudonstreetmile.com and still register. That's still available. Um, you'll get a shirt. You can sign up, and you can find us down there as well. So well, looks like there's even prize money. There is prize money if you're the winner. I mean, so that's what I'm saying. Legitimate. I mean, there are going to be some college kids that are going to be home from college that are probably going to take the race. So um, I'm not sure if my son is going to run in it because he is racing in regionals and state track meet, which is the following weekend. And I know last year his coach didn't want him to run because there is just the ongoing um, season. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, he's not going to hurt himself. But the coach was like, nope, don't do it. It wouldn't be smart if you did. I would. You'd be in big trouble. We need you. So he would be one of those four-minute, 30 kind of pretty people flying down the hill. As fast as he can. Yeah. And it looks like this is the the 35th annual edition of this Lounge Street Mile. Yep. 35 yep. years. Promoted by Mark Stickley. You can, you can learn, learn more about him in Runner's Retreat, so we'll give him a shout-out. He's been on our episodes before. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, neat stuff happening in – Winchester. Well, again, guys, thanks so much for listening to us, and we're excited about where this upcoming season in our podcast life goes. Stay tuned for, again, more interviews to come. Every week, we'll be coming at you. We hope you learned something from today's episode. I know I did. And when you look forward to share more with you next week. Remember, when you look for a real estate professional, make sure they're experienced, innovative, personal, dedicated, and available. We appreciate you spending some of your valuable time with us. And if you have a moment, we would love it if you would leave us a rating and review. And if you're enjoying listening, take a moment to subscribe or share this podcast with your friends. Until next time, think iconic.